I am the magician from season one. I escaped into another dimension, and now I am flying around on a cupcake made of vaginas. Y'all enjoy season two of Never Seen That Before. We have the technology available to give everyone on Earth the highest standard of living in history, or we can destroy ourselves. I'm Tom, and, uh, okay. Now, um, we've just been informed that it's been a full calendar year since uh, we woke up last, and uh, I'm checking the social media sites, and I'm seeing front page that um, I was elected mayor. However, since I was asleep and no one could find me or get inside the studio, they named the runner-up Broderick Bunkley. Bunkley. Mayor of the town. And I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay with it. But at the same time, I mean, it's like, what was all that for? Like, what was the whole campaign for? Squeeze on. Yeah, you are, Pete. We took a poll this week. We polled the forum, apparently, whenever we were asleep. And they told us uh, what they would like for us to talk about this week. And it happens to be, drum roll please. Uh, it's just a verbal drum roll from either one of you. Tom and Jeffrey's favorite of all time, Halloween costumes. That's right, it is Halloween, in case you guys forgot. Uh, my favorite Halloween costume is uh, of the of the Smurf. You guys know about the Smurf. It's a it's a ghost that's been haunting the town for a while, and the costume is very simple. Jeffrey, you're gonna go ahead and walk us through the steps of how to make the Smurf costume. Okay, so all you have to do to make a Smurf is the the whole concept is you're a ghost, right? So. You just have to do a little bit of research and um, see where you can find a place to buy an invisibility outfit. And you just wear that. Nobody can see. You can bump into whatever you need. Um, and just say, Smurf, Smurf. Just let them know who you are. <laughs> Smurf. Smurf. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, anyway, I didn't mean to take your answer here because this is a really good question by the forums. What is your favorite Halloween costume? <laughs> I just like to be a leaf, because um, you can just find a pile of them laying somewhere, and then you just lay on top of them, and then sometimes people are like, oh, that's weird, there's like a huge leaf in the middle of this leaf pile, and just the delight that that brings. Is yes! Uh, Yarpy, we're going to go ahead and dish that question back to you. Uh, what's your favorite Halloween costume? Uh, fun fact, since 1987, every year for Halloween, I go as a newborn baby. Sir, yes, sir! I love it. Um, a wide, again and again. A widespread, and uh, I'm looking in the forums right now <laughs> because YRP left his computer unattended. <laughs> He's just sharking out he does that. Uh, and in the forums, they're saying that their favorite Halloween costume is a toaster. I'm a bad boy. You just gotta be carrying around a lot of bread with you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs>
Um, we have the option. 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 Narration. Tell us a little story. Um, this was a user submitted story by looking at uh, username Schmitty Schmidt Schmidt. Yarpy, it looks like he submitted a story. What was that story called? Schmitty goes to town. Ouch! I'll read the. Yeah, sure, I'll read the first four sentences from Schmitty Goes to Town. In the forest long ago, Schmitty did cartwheels through the snow. He had left her there. Winter, it was here. It was going to be forever, he feared. Up ahead, he saw the lights, the people walking around with no frights. He went to the corner store and bought a 12-pack of Sprites. Anyway, that's the first four sentences of Schmitty Goes to Town. There was only one other sentence, and it was uh, Schmitty went back to the forest after he left the town. Good gravy. Um, good. Uh, we're going to have to pass, because uh, it rhymed. Stories don't rhyme. But, um, yeah, so... It's a way to tell a story. Oh, that's right. We have a new, uh, we have a new visitor in the office, uh, in the studio. Uh, his name's Sam. What's up, Sam? <laughs> You just don't understand, man. Stop it! Uh, Sam, I wanted to ask you a question. We've known each other since we were both zygotes in our father's collective, uh, you know, lungs. And, uh, I was wondering, do you think that telepathy's real, or is that the experience that was one-sided on my side? I mean, there's just so many different paths. You just gotta, you just gotta, uh, accept it all, man. And, uh, um, I, I don't think that, I don't think it's fair for, uh, to call me a sheep. You know what I'm saying? I feel like a lot of people, you guys elected me your mayor, and yeah, sure, I'm a little drunk. Yeah, sure, I'm a little drunk. Yeah, sure, I'm a little drunk. But at the same time, I mean, it's like you guys elected me and now you don't want me no more. I was gonna, I was gonna just... Make you guys feel so good. And I was... Uh -huh. Squeeze on. Yeah, Yarpy. We've got another question here from the forum, and it's another Halloween costume question. It's gonna put you guys on the spot here. Hooray! 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 Know, first Jeffrey, then Tom, what are you gonna be this year for Halloween? <laughs> Somehow I knew we wouldn't get out of here today without them asking that question. <laughs> I think I'm just gonna be a giant leaf, and that way, if I see a bunch of leaf, like a, a leaf pile, I can just crawl into that. And then sometimes, as people pass by, they'll be like, "Oh, there's a giant leaf there." Get is, it that, on. is that a real leaf? Get it on. I think that's a, a astounding answer, and I can tell that one of my favorite things about Jeffrey is he's always shooting from the hip, man. You, you know that he's forthright. And he's gonna he's gonna tell you how it is, and yeah, sure, I'm a little drunk. Sure. Doesn't mean I can't answer this question. You're be asking the question again. What? Is this be, What are you gonna be for Halloween this year? I had this idea of uh, you guys. I, I you guys would have to sneak in some stuff for me here. But I want to make a really cool costume for you guys. I was hoping you guys could sneak in uh, somewhere between 47 and 52 gallons of honey. And uh, about 
15 to 17 pounds of talc. Um, I was just going to go as uh, powder. Talcum powder? No, just I'm not going to say anything the entire night. I was just going to be... Uh, I don't know if I'm going to be powder or I was going to just like be like a stick of chalk. Either way, I'm looking for a blackboard. So uh, if you guys could post on the, board, the, for, the forums... Uh, about anybody that's willing to dress up like a blackboard, and we'll go, we'll go teach some, uh, go teach some uh, classes tonight. The thing I need to bring up is Project Bunkley, and all this, um, this uh, pressure he's putting on the city. Um, you know, he's really bringing the heat, and uh, our, our captain's getting beat down from it. You know. Bummer. I think it's a, it's always a shame, whenever. A town collectively gets together to accomplish a goal that they all want to really do. And, you know, they all collectively come to one decision. Well, not all collectively. Let's just, for layman's terms, let's just say, uh, uh, what's the word, a democracy? Um, a, a, a fair election of thought is what I'm trying to say. And, you know... Yes, Yarpy. This brings us to our next segment, everyone's favorite segment. What a fuck! Town sounds! What's up? What's up? This special edition of Town Sounds, we will actually have towns sounds from the town, meaning we will have one line from four different guests. And each one of those guests are going to say one line about what they thought, how about the election being taken away from our very own Tom. And I understand the first person we have in the forums is Hank. Hank? Uh, Hank. Uh, what did you think? What was your one line about the election as far as them taking it away from Tom, our very own Tom? I was scuba diving. I didn't even know about the election, but I was really like that Tom was president. And our next caller was an Englishwoman named Victoria. Victoria, what did you have to say? I just can't believe it. Ride 'em, cowboy! And then uh, we got um, the old ranch hand, Stephen. Well, you know, I voted, and I voted for the guy that failed sleep for a year. What can you do? <laughs> and finally, our last caller, and this is this is special. This is this is actually Tom's mother on the line. Uh, she doesn't want to reveal her name, but she does want to say what she thought about the election. Being taken away from her son, as you know, she's got a, a horrible, horrible cough uh, from her metal, medical smoking. Uh, Mrs. Tom, what, what, did, what, was your, uh, what did you want to have to say about your son? Fucking shit! We're going to be rich in this bitch! And now... <laughs> We ain't rich in this bitch no more. Thanks, mom. Um, that was town sounds, <laughs> where uh, Tom uh, realizes his own uh, family's uh, limitations of love. <laughs> Thank you very much. Remember, like six months into the coma state that we reached. Um, Whenever I was jumping into your dreams and you were jumping into his dreams and we had that uh, homeless person that fell asleep, we all woke up in one of his dreams. I remember during the homeless guy dream, we were all making poo soup. And uh, I remember I was so engrossed in the dream that he was like, shit in this pot, shit in this pot right here. So I, 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 uh, I didn't make it over to the pot, I shit my, shit my butt. 
some of the city was nice enough. We we bugged them enough. They're like, okay, okay, we've heard the podcast. Like, you're killing you can, me. You stop, yeah, you can stop asking us about it all the time. I listen to an episode or like five minutes or something. Um, so some of y'all have started sending us some stuff, and um, we've got some things here that we're going to talk about. It's um, some inventions from the locals. Uh, first, uh, we're gonna. We're all we all have our favorites, sure, and we had a discussion uh, right before we started recording about which three inventions we're going to talk about. And we decided that it's it wouldn't be fair to us if we all talked about the first thing on our list. So we're all going to talk about the third things we had on our list that were things we liked, but not as much as we liked about the first two things. So the first invention that I had, uh, I brought it in here, and you could you could hear it right here. It's a uh, it's essentially a skeleton key, uh, but it only it fits. You get to choose the three houses, and uh, nobody gets to know which three houses you chose. But if anybody finds out, they get to tickle you. It's called tickle keys. Uh, it's it's like five bucks, man. I understand uh, Jeffrey's second here. Jeffrey, yeah. what was your invention? Um, yes. So somebody sent in. It was this really uh, nice person, a geological engineer. It's called, um, there's, it's a working title, but they're thinking about Sausage Daddy. Sausage Daddy. Sausage Daddy, Sausage Daddy. Um, so what it is, it's, it's a very high-tech electronic appliance, kitchen appliance. Essentially, it's an oven that's in the shape of a mold of a like, three-foot by one-foot sausage. What you do is you can just put as much meat as you can in there, and the machine will just mulch it down. It's a no-slice process. Ring-a-ding-ding! And if there's any casing on the meat you throw in there, it'll it'll take that away. It'll suck it right up and just keep mulching the rest of the meat. And then it provides a new casing, um, which is a genetically modified edible plastic. Um, and then you just have a, a really huge sausage based on whatever meat you could find. Um, Yarpy. What was your third favorite uh, invention? Cool. It's called my size straws. It's uh, an adjustable straw depending on how much liquid you want to get out. Maybe you want a little bit of liquid. Maybe you want a lot of liquid. My size straws. Somebody's been going around stealing all of the water from the town's pools and turning them into exhibits for uh, exotic plants like uh, cacti and somehow there's a tree that just grows jambalaya. Yarpy, if you could check the forums, has anybody bought these plots of land yet? Because I would really like to invest and turn them into uh, kind of a, a petting zoo type restaurant where you pet your food, you, you, you stick your hand into a, the jambalaya tree and just you eat it right there. Uh, it looks like here in the forum there's no one looking to buy them at the time. We'll have to find a realtor. They're, they're mm-hmm. squatting, and they're claiming squatters' rights in some of these places because they've, uh, they're have they so nice, but they've been abandoned for so long. Well, I understand Yarpy's over there, and he, me and him coordinated the signal beforehand. Uh, we're actually going to have a lawyer on the phone here, and uh, I'm going to ask him a little bit about the, uh, the statute of limitations on squatters' rights. I'm wondering if it's about a, a, a year-long coma's worth. That's true. We hired Al from New Jersey... And maybe he can tell us something. I've got to be honest with you, he does sound a little bit sketchy. Hey, I ain't ever been sketchy before. I tell you one time, I tell you two times. I'm Al, the lawyer. <laughs> uh, 
So I actually met up with one of those realtors once, and we went to look at the place, and there were a couple people there. So I was like, well, let's see if this problem can be solved. So I realtors. ran out there. I said, hey, hey, y'all get out of here. And the squatter said, hey, no. So I'm like, okay, well, what can I do? Realtors a job for people all across the world. It brings together families. They want to live by the lake or away from the lake. Oh, it's for boys and girls. Okay. Being a, it's, a, it's a great way to become an entrepreneur. So after that, I hung out with the squatters. Because I, I kind of thought, if you, can't, if you can't beat them, join them. They're actually, like, really cool. So I was wondering about what my rights would be as a squatter. One of the most important parts about being a realtor is you got to get your face on park benches and buses. I'm not asking about uh, being a realtor. It's one of the toughest jobs in the world. You gotta be okay with working long hours away from your family and shit. All right, and that was Lawyer Al from the Realtor Lawyers Association of America. There's a new radio station in town. It's just the recordings of a of a man who was locked in a, a three foot closet. And Jeffrey, I was wondering if you could kind of just like weave us through that story of love, uh, loss, setbacks, hardships. Uh, drug use, emotional abuse from family and lovers, stolen vehicles, a corrupted government, a shadow puppet government that was controlled by the forces of good and evil, playing a chess match with all of humanity. And I was wondering if you could uh, explain how the, those cute puppies in the, uh, on, the, on the posters really tie out all together. Yeah, you know, you get those, um, you get those sweet little puppies and you just forget about it, you know? And you're like, you can pick up a puppy, you can put it up, you can put it down. We all go up and down, in and out, back and forth. Um, that's the hokey pokey, if I've ever heard it. Um, that's because, in, uh, I think, a great setup there. Set it up on the tee, took a swing at it. Missed the first time, but nobody saw it, so he turned back around, smacked it into uh, like off the second base bag. And we're all really impressed with how strong your forearms looked. Um, you did a good job setting it up because that's what the, the radio show is called. It's called the Hokey Pokey. They built a, a radio tower that was made out of discarded magnetic bloodstreams. 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 I found your diary, RP. Uh, third paragraph of subsection C under header. 45 um, was an interesting little article that said that you were thinking about adopting uh, a monkey from the zoo. Squeeze on. Yes, YRP. We've got another poll question here from the forum. The forum took a poll and they want to know where, uh, what, where, 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 we took a poll for the forum and the forum wants to know what is the most scared you, Jeffrey, have ever been? Uh, tell us everything about Just about a year and a month ago. I tried to leave the studio grounds, but past the, the big gate, so like 11.30 p.m., you know, it was dark. Uh, it, was, it was a big moon, but it was still dark. Somebody jumped out with cool. a little pen, and they said, you better get back in there. And the, the pen started lighting up, and I think it was actually like a really small compact taser. And I was just really afraid of getting shocked too much. So Wise guy, huh? I came back in. 
Yes, CRP. Uh, the forum would uh, now like to know, uh, Tom, what, where is the most uh, you've ever been scared? What location? What the location is it where you've been scared? Remember whenever I was, uh, I was really into being paleo for a while, back in the days of funk and uh, hip-hop and uh, country music, whenever they reached their three plateaus collectively. I was in my, this is my desk in the second grade. And by the time I made it back to my desk, I was digging into a half-cooked chicken breast. Whenever I started putting away the, uh, the fat back that I brought into my crown box, this girl named Sally asked me if I wanted to go to the dance with her. And of course, I was like, yeah. And she was like, oh, I was talking to uh, the guy behind you. And uh, now that guy went on to be the co-host of my podcast. Jeffrey, I was wondering, what did you say to Sally that day? Because I kind of... Uh, blacked out from all the uh, the doctors call it uh, meat heat yeah so I said uh, sausage daddy sausage daddy sausage daddy and uh, she said yeah and then as I walked past you we clapped hands and, uh, and I was on to the next thing Yarpy, I'm and I'm over here in the town forums on my app and a lot of people are wondering what was your favorite scare you ever had my favorite scare had to have been the time when I was six years old. I was walking home from a friend's house. Uh, my friend's name was TJ, but it doesn't stand for Tom or Jeffrey. And uh, he only lived uh, uh, two feet away. He lived in an apartment attached to the house. Um, but it was a long walk for me, because I was only six. I got lost, and I ended up wandering around the backyard, and ghosts uh, showed up. When I woke up, uh, my pants were wet. What happened to your pants? So yeah, how did it get wet? Was it ectoplasm? I'll never know. I will never know. Uh, oh, well, I never know. Oh, well, never know. Oh, well, I turn off the lamp, and now I can see the town. And I'm noticing that there's a large group of what appears to be between 50 and 20,000 people gathered around the statue of Broderick Brunkley, new mayor Broderick Bunkley. And it looks like they have lassos. It looks like they have all sorts of pulley devices and it's starting to look like they're going to tear, tear it down. Um, Yarpy, I understand that they're, this is a really serious moment here, and I understand that uh, they're going live in the forums uh, with textual updates. I was wondering if you can give us some of the play-by-play on what's going down at the statue of Broderick Bunkley. Uh, looks like they have vendors selling tacos and hot dogs. Back to you, Tom. As somebody that should have been the leader somebody that should have had that statue. I come before you guys today. I know you guys also have access to the, the live stream of this, and I understand that you guys are out there with your, with your earbuds in and you're hearing my voice right now, and I'm telling you guys, stop this. Do not tear down your false idols, because if you don't have false idols, you don't have idols at all. If you don't have imaginary people to look up to, imaginary ideas of imaginary people, the very constructs of a society is based on these definitions that we give to people who don't deserve them. If you reject those, and if you tear down false idols, you'll have nothing left. You will not have a compass anymore. You will be aimless, and you will be a, a stray common on the edge of the universe fucking waiting to die. So don't tear down that statue. I look at my town, and I see hatred. I see fear. I see mongering of that fear to perpetuate ideals that we should not stand for.
unhook the ropes, the pulleys. Don't tear that statue down. Broderick Bunkley is a good man. Is he the best man? Probably not. But he's a good man. Sorry to interrupt. I've got an emergency squeeze on here at the end of the, of the episode. Yeah. We just, uh, we got somewhere in the polls uh, saying, in the forum saying the polls were actually 99.5% voted for you and 0.5% voted for uh, Mr. Bunkley. What? We've got to roll the credits. But, okay, l- listener. I, I guess you could say I've never seen that before. <laughs> 